The Las Vegas Raiders have partnered with the global lifestyle app TrueConnect to give the gift of wellness. Transform your mind, body, and soul through thousands of hours of premium fitness content, guided meditations, progress tracking, and more. Visit tcfree.fit to redeem one free year of TrueConnect exclusively for Raider Nation. Raider Nation! Wake up and get ready because it's time for the morning grind on the official Raiders podcast network. Good morning, Raider Nation. This is Lincoln Kennedy, and today's date is November 1st, 2022. Thank you for joining us for another episode of the morning grind. Well, it wasn't pretty, was it? Sunday against the Saints, it wasn't pretty at all. The Raiders are shut out. Uh, and it's been a while since they've been shut out. Actually, I remember it was against the St. Louis Rams. It was even worse, but such high expectations coming into the season for this team, potentially on paper, hasn't come to fruition. And I can honestly say, because I've taken my fair share of ass whoopings, it's not a pleasant place in a locker room after the game. And, and, and both entities in the sense of coaching staff and players, the entire organization has a reason to feel shame and down. They didn't show up. Uh, they, they've got to get better. A lot of people have asked me over the last couple of days that I've seen because I stayed in New Orleans for before and after the game for a little bit, and, and they were asking what's going on. Well, there's a number of issues that are going on, a number of problems. And, you know, we'll get into that a little bit, but just want to take you even for a moment to the psyche that's going into um, the Raiders collectively, what it goes goes through the psyche as a player, as a team, when you play out like that and coaching staff and everything else. It, it was reported that after the Saints lost to the Cardinals in the way they did, team captain Alvin Kamara called a team meeting. And they, he supposedly, you know, chewed out people and called out guys and talking about getting better, getting better. And, and look, team meetings serve a purpose when you know something is wrong and you know you have to fix it. Ultimately, you know, it's it's going to be up to the leaders in this team. We've heard Devontae Adams speak out. Um, you know, he was he was held in check. Uh, and, and and look, it's it's kind of hard to frame and to set up if you're not in the locker room in these instances and you're not around the team in these instances to see who is going to stand up and be counted. Fact is, is collectively, we're not very good. That's what it is. Collectively, they're not very good right now. They're, they're not playing well right now together, not playing together. And coaches did not make any, to me, adjustments to, you know, to counteract what New Orleans was doing. Yeah, they tried, but didn't have a plan, didn't have a sound plan, in my opinion. Or didn't have, even when the halftime came around, didn't do anything the second half. We know what hurts this team. And if you want to break it down, we'll break it down. We'll start with the offense, okay? On offense, you got it for the, the the way this offense has been sort of put in place. It's to utilize all the stars at that you have access to. There are routes specifically in the offense for Hunter Renfro, just like they are for Devontae Adams, just like they are for Darren Waller. But if you don't have a combination or a way of getting those routes open, even when people make adjustments, because the way the Saints were playing was much like the way the Chargers played the, the Raiders in the first game, called what a trail technique and, or a bracket, where the corner will play inside and will trail the receiver, and he's got help over the top with a safety, 
and it makes a very difficult throwing lane. And if you have a speedy corner, somebody can keep up. And, 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 and I'm not saying that Derek was inaccurate on Sunday, but, you know, it makes it a very difficult throwing lane. It's not directly open. And you, you got to find a way to make adjustments. That didn't happen. You know, forcing the ball to Hunter Renfro on the pick, there were three players around him. Tyrone Matthew, as long as he's been playing against the Raiders when he was with the Chiefs, constantly would read Derek Carr's eyes. He would fall out of coverage to follow Derek Carr's eyes. The linebacker that was coming underneath, technically it's a bracket. It was a type of bracket. The, the linebacker that tipped the ball that Tyron Matthew called for the interception, there were three Saints around Hunter Renfro. You can't force the ball there. Darren Wall is a no-show again. They've got routes and they've got things in offense for him to try to utilize his speed, especially when he's crossing the field. No-show. We don't know how long he's going to be out. That's what the receiving core, you know, tip my hat off to Foster Moreau for doing what he could, you know, and, and he's, you know, he's a good, uh, he's a good tight end, but he's not a Darren Waller. He's not, he's not a tight end. that's going to be able to stretch the field, but Derek had to do what he did just to check down. He had to be in, in, in sight and it wasn't it to me, the, the, the game plan, once they took away Josh Jacobs and the way the saints took away Josh Jacobs is they loaded the box. When you come in and have a heavy formation, whether it's two tight ends or you can bring in Yaku Johnson, the, the, the fullback, and you come in, they're going to match up. The Saints went three linebackers and they brought a safety down in the box because they know you have one less potent receiver. You still keep a safety over the top and you still play that inside out coverage, one-on-one coverage with, uh, with Devontae Adams. But, you know, Devontae was also sick the week before. So who, who know how much of his wind or how much of his legs did he truly have? What I'm saying is there was there was there was no adjustment, and you and you got to adjust for that. But back to what the Saints did: the Saints loaded up the box, they brought one more than you can block, and they forced either receivers to make a play on the safety and the corners make a tackle, or they're going to take they're going to take Josh Jacobs out of the equation. That's what they did. That's what they did to your offense. On top of that, they had four guys that could rush the quarterback. You didn't need the blitz. You got a you got a pass rush, and this offensive line has not it's it's not there yet. It's it's a work in progress. I thought we saw some glimpses of it coming through and being able to be good when we saw the run game, but we saw this past weekend what happens when they take the run game away for whatever reason. What happens if the run game goes away? You become one dimensional. Now you can't hold up at the point. You try to go max protection. You're only sending three guys out. Well, those three guys with the route distribution that you have aren't getting open. Not quick enough. So what do you do? There was an adjustment. There were no adjustments for that. I didn't see it. One of the reasons why they couldn't score or couldn't move the ball into the fourth quarter. On defense, it was a case of there were two guys that beat the Raiders, and they didn't have an answer for it. Alvin Kamara. And Taysom Hill. That's it. Andy Dalton really didn't do anything. Completed a couple passes here and there, but he threw it to Alvin Kamara, gave the ball to Alvin Kamara, and Taysom Hill came in as a changeup. He didn't have a plan for it. Didn't see any adjustments. It's disappointing. The times that you did stop the run, it wasn't like Alvin was running all over the place, but you didn't have an answer for the receivers that just ran, you know, decent routes, 
Olivier, from Ohio State, the rookie, he was just running simple routes, but it was timing. Coming open on third down and nine, getting 10 yards. It's, it's inexcusable. You know, why, why wouldn't you do something like they did to our star receiver, take, you know, double him or bracket him or do something like that to take him away? And you got to find an answer for Alvin Kamara. I mean, just it, 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 it's, it's disheartening because you see so at times we've seen potential out of this team. And I'm not sure what it, you know, what, what it's going to take to pull them together. I don't mind the aggressiveness of, of, you know, going for it on fourth down and early in the game and on your own side of the field. I don't mind that. But you got to tell the up back to get upfield. Why are you running wide? There was a hole right over he got where he got the football. Run straight. Matthias Fairley, run straight. You just you 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 get downhill, you get the first down. You're not trying to run wide on on a, on the defense in the NFL. You're you're not cut of that cloth. And we haven't had a successful just sweep in Man, I don't even know how long. And that that the play before that, you're gonna get Devontae Adams killed. Collectively, everybody in white, from coaches to, to players, all had a bad game. And it showed. And now they're gonna spend a week back east. I didn't I gotta be honest with you, Raider Nation. I didn't have a lot of instances like that where we we stayed on the road. We would travel back and forth. So I don't really have a reference point, but I do know in times that I've been around the team, I remember specifically one year when we were in London, went over after, I think it was after the Colts game and we were playing the Bears. The team did seem like they were closer together. Now, for what it's worth, a lot of the, you know, this team hasn't necessarily been together. A lot of like 37 people on the roster before uh, when uh, when Ziggler and and, uh, and, uh, Josh McDaniels took over. And, you know, they were, had to sign and collect bodies from that point. But, you know, maybe it's a building point. Maybe it's a bonding point. The season isn't totally over. I mean, to be in this position sucks. There's no doubt about it. But it's not totally over. It's not, it's not like it can be fixed. And potentially, you know, I think you have, you've seen glimpses of it. I mean, like Max Crosby and Chandler Jones have played well. Even Cleveland Farrell has, done, has tried to do some stuff when he was out there. I mean, so you see spots of it. Jonathan Abram, the secondary is beat up, and it's trying to. It's a work in progress. I get all that, you know. But there's, you know, to, it's disheartening when you see guys still get beat by crossing routes. If you know that's one of your nemesis, you got to stop other. You got to stop other receivers from beating with crossing routes. Figure it out. Get on different levels. Don't cross over. Don't run into one another. You know, you can't have guys coming wide open. In the instance, you know, in, in the past Saints game, you know, Diablo was covering man-on-man, was covering Alvin Kamara. He guessed wrong. He went outside, and Kamara ran an in route. That's when he came back, you know, pivot route, choice route, came back inside, middle field, no one there. Then when they took the, uh, Diablo off and they put Denzel Perriman on him, uh, he, he got, caught in the, got caught in the wash, the cluster, crossing route with a couple other receivers. Came open again. Alvin Kamara killed us. In the middle of the field. Teams are going to take that. You got Jacksonville coming up with Antion. They're going, they're going to use that. They're going to use those crossing routes. They're going to use those choice routes by the running backs in the middle of the field. You got to have an answer for it. Or you're going nowhere. No time pass. 
And on the other side, you see how teams are going to play against your star receivers. You got to have an answer. You got to come up with something like that. So I'm hoping that this time in Florida allows them to focus on, you know, limiting the distractions of being in Vegas or going home to their families or whatever, limiting the distractions to where they can focus on how to get better collectively as a team and the coaching staff and how to develop plans to neutralize what people have done against us to make us better. It's an uphill battle. There's no doubt. It's not going to get any easier. There's no doubt. You can't take, we can't take for granted collectively Raider Nation. We can't take for granted when we look at our schedule and just assume we're going to beat anybody because we're not that good. We're not there yet. We've seen flashes. The Houston Texans was probably the most complete game. Davis Mills lit up the defense from the, the quarterback from Houston Texans. We were fortunate to have a good fourth quarter, you know, pick six and stuff like that, turnovers and get able to get touchdowns. But it, it, it was probably the most complete game that we played so far. Not probably. It is. It was the most complete game that was played this, thus far this season. And this past week was a no-show. Didn't look anything like that. And once you figure out what they're doing against to you on both sides of the ball, you have to try to make adjustments or figure out how to neutralize it. I didn't see that. That's what's frustrating. That's what's frustrating. This team has too much potential. You have too many good players. You somewhat rationed your future through the draft to make accommodations for who you have. And now you, you know, you got to show up. Darren Waller needs to get on the field. Needs to find a way to get on the field. This is a performance-based business. you got to be out there. And I understand it's a hamstring. You want to protect him for the rest of the season or however he's treating or he's not getting better. But something's got to give because you need your stars. Or you have to develop other formulas for who is available. Rather than thinking they're not, you got to find you have to develop something else for who is available. And if you have to design a specialty package for Foster Moreau, then so be it. For Mac Hollins, then so be it. But that should be no-brainers. I'm critical because I'm frustrated. I'm frustrated at what I call. I'm frustrated at what I see. And if I could see it up from my booth, and I know I know a lot about football, but it, I know these coaches and these players know a lot about football too. I'm not d- doubting any of their abilities. Why hasn't it happened? Even if you come out in the first quarter, the first series, and you see what the team is doing to you, you take it in the notes, okay, this is what they're doing. Okay, let's draw this up. Let's do this. Let's go this route. Got to get healthy. So I'm hoping the guys that were ill, I think there was like six guys that were ill last week. Uh, And you you got to get, you know, the bodies healed up. I'm hoping this time in Florida will do that for them before they go play Jacksonville. I'd like them to try to revive this season, but I'm only saying it's one game at a time. So the next one up is the Jacksonville Jaguars, who's taking their lumps as well. Coaching staff is going to have to find a way to motivate these guys, pull them together, activate their their ability to be good together, not individual, together. I'm not sure what it is or who it might be to do that, but you've got enough examples out there to look for. Max Crosby's been playing out of his gore. Josh Jacobs has too. When you when you give him the holes or give him the ability. When you start trying to toss that that tall sweep, it works the first and second time, but it got knocked in the mouth the third and fourth time. Not saying you get away from it, but you got to do something else. Do something different. Change it up a little bit. I didn't see it. 
So as we push forward, you know, I'm hoping for our sake and our conversations on the morning grind that we'll have instances where we can be more fond of what we see rather than disappointed and disheartened. I'm frustrated just like you are, Raider Nation. And I hope this stuff gets better because this is crap right now. Well, this has been another episode of The Morning Grind. I'm Lincoln Kennedy. We'll see you next week. Thank you for listening to another episode of The Morning Grind on the Raiders Podcast Network.